I, I can get used to this. I can really get used to this. This is the second straight post game reaction I'm doing, where I'm I'm coming in after a huge Flyers win over the Caps in DC. I, I like this. I like it when the Flyers are good, and it makes all the analysis easy, and everybody's happy to talk about it, and nobody's yelling about particular players. So uh, tonight, though, I guess we're going to be yelling about Tom Wilson. He's out there doing Tom Wilson stuff. Um, Talk about that. Talk about the officiating. Yet again, it always seems like whatever game I have the post-game reaction for, the officiating is always pretty bad. And tonight was – it was bad for both teams. It was pretty bad for the Flyers. Connor, not yet. It's not – sports aren't good yet. I mean, let's not – let's see if they're good in June. I want to keep pushing this in the right direction. Um, officiating was pretty bad. Kevin Hayes had a bunch of ridiculous puck possession plays. Uh, Elliot had a couple big stops, not a ton. Uh, power play still looks good. Scored twice, pretty much. I mean, I think that connecting puck went in, but I'm not as livid as everybody else. I, I I'm fine with that rule. It's been in the Flyers before, um, and it's probably going to work against them for them in the future. So, uh, Derek Grant was maybe the greatest pass in the history of Flyers, the Flyers organization. Uh, and I believe Ovechkin was held pointless again tonight, and he didn't score a single point against the Flyers during the regular season. Somebody please check that. Uh, I don't know if my computer uh, is has the right technology to go and check that without messing up the, the Facebook Live. Um, actually, I'll, I'll look at it on my phone. I'll see. But I'm pretty sure it was held without a point again, so I, I think he went the whole season without a point against the Flyers. Uh, that was a playoff game. Uh, that was a playoff game. Tom Wilson was doing his best to distract and annoy the Flyers and knock them off their game. Flyers, I, the Flyers didn't ignore them. They fought him twice, uh, but they didn't let him uh, kind of stray away from what what they had in mind. And that's pretty much how I make Tom Wilson ineffective is just ignore him. I, I mean, he can take all the punches he wants. He can take all the runs at G he wants. He can do everything to piss people off. But if you don't let him get to you and you don't make him the main focal point of the Caps, he's going to run out of steam. And again, didn't fucking work tonight. They lost five to two. I mean, he was big and bad and scary and running over people, but didn't fucking matter. So if you just keep playing your game, let him give you a couple power plays. He was going to try and run your good guys over. That's fine. We'll take that. Sal, I don't remember a Flyers team that scores at will like this one. I, the scoring recently has been ridiculous and they're creating time and space. I mean, the, the plays on the power play, Connecting was wide open at the doorstep, and that was the easiest goal ever. They gave Proberoff a ton of time to walk in. I know that was on the power play, but I – oh, my God, that raffle pass around Radko Goose. Goose has looked pretty bad in the Flyers game this year. I know a lot of people are probably like he thinks, you know, he, he probably looked bad when he was with the Flyers too. But, uh, I mean, he, he had that one play against Voracek earlier in the year, and then tonight he just laid down way too early and raffle just walked around him. So – uh, top fan, Jared Meyer. Yeah, sports are good tonight. Yeah, I'll say that. So, uh, Brian says this Flyers team is different. I kind of agree. I'm not I'm not pushing it all the way down the road of this might be the team that does it. But they're, they do look different right now. They're, they're built a lot differently than they have been in the last couple of years. They're, this wasn't a lucky win tonight. This wasn't they got a ton of breaks tonight. Um, they played in a playoff-type game against a team that is higher than them in the standings on the road, overcame yet again another slow start, which is, I guess, their thing. But 
stuck with him and then took it to him in the final two periods. The third period was all flyers. Second period was all flyer. I think they outshot him 18 to 8 in the second period. So, it, it, again, weather the first period, and then they're just going to out-condition teams, apparently. And I I'm a, I, I love that shit. <laughs> uh, I'm going tomorrow, and I'm afraid of a letdown after a huge win. Chris, I would be, too, um, just because I felt like this could be something that happens where they beat the Caps, and then they just don't show up tomorrow because tonight was – they're just going to overlook tomorrow's game. But – that's why it was nice that AV played Elliott tonight. That actually worked out because now if the team does let the foot off their gas tomorrow, it's Carter Hart and net. And he's already stolen a game against Carolina this year. So can't happen again, but, you know, um, uh, let's <laughs> uh, we'll see what else. Um, yeah, I, I, I liked Robert Hag standing up for, um, Drew after that hit uh, Wilson's miss. That's why I think the Flyers can just do that to Wilson throughout if they were to play on the playoff series. I think that's what they can do. Drew eluded the hit. Robert Hag stood up for him. And then Drew just laughed in Wilson's face when he was going off the ice. And then Wilson didn't do anything. Wilson didn't do anything tonight. I mean, he st- he fought fought Nate Thompson because he's an idiot and didn't realize Nick Jensen lost an edge. And then he tried to start a fight with Lawton. And then he fought... Um, Hey, I, I don't believe it did anything on the score. I gave him a wide open chance in the third period and he fell down. So defense is rolling. The defense is killing it right now. Um, and I mean, and they're scoring a ton. There's at the moment, there's nothing wrong with the team. Uh, except I was going to say, uh, Kane brought up a good point. I guess we'll be seeing Faraby tomorrow with JVR likely out. Sounds like JVR broke his hand. So he'll be out for weeks. The good news about that, though, is I think Fairby slots right into a lineup on the third line. I'm fine with Lawton staying on the second line. Fairby, Grant, Pitlick on the third line, and then keep the fourth line. Eventually, I'd want Thompson to get worked off the fourth line. Right now, I'm just a big fan of Grant over Thompson, and I don't think they both need to be in the lineup. Although, here's Justin's attempt at looking at the lines. Let's see if I... See if I agree with them. Uh, Konechny, Katori Voracek, Konechny, Hazel, and Pitlick Grant. Yeah, so NAK Pylon Raffle. Yeah, I, that's kind of how I feel. I, I just don't really care about Nate Thompson. I don't know. I, I'm fine with him being the 13th guy and Farabee coming in. Yeah, Chris, I think Farabee's coming in for – I don't think anybody, I don't think they would go Frost over Farabee right now. Farabee came up. Farabee was ready to play last week if Katori wasn't ready to go, so I assume he is the next guy in order, so. I think, uh, Jerry, I think we have the fewest back-to-backs after tomorrow night. Should be right. Yeah, I th- I think that's true. Um, and then also they only have one more one more trip outside the time zone. They have to go. I think they have games in Nashville and Dallas, but it's the same weekend. But that's the only time they leave the Eastern, uh, Eastern time zone. So, I mean, hopefully that bodes well because of all the travel and all the shit they had to go through earlier in the season, and now they, they're used to it and acclimated to it. Michael Ovi had more hits and shots tonight, which kind of sums up how well he was taking. Yeah, I, that's the thing about Ovi in these games, too. It's not – he didn't get any points against the Flyers this year, but it wasn't like he had – there was one game he had eight shots on goal and he hit the post like three times. I, I, he wasn't noticeable out on the ice tonight. I noticed him in the third period when he flubbed the, the shot on the power play, but he didn't have – it was more about physicality, like Mike said, and it wasn't really about offense. And if that, again, if the Caps want to do that, if they want to take the 2012 Pens route, 
and get frustrated that a team like this, the Flyers are going to cause them problems and they're not going to try and turn to their talent and depth to overcome it and they're just going to get suckered in and getting pissed off and taking swings. Have at it. 2012 series was one of the best series ever. So if they want to do that this year, I'm all for it. So <laughs> amen. I'll be at the Nashville game. Hey, buddy. Uh, that's the first time I saw her in here. Uh, love the – yeah, and Provov had a monster hit on Ovi too. And then Wilson came over and started to um, – your brother Logan hitting bombs. Or <laughs> Mike, I like Pitlick scoring. Pitlick – I, he's growing on me. I like Pitlick now. I made the joke a lot early in the year. I didn't understand the joke about the Hartman trade, but a lot of speed. Uh, a lot of speed doesn't make – there's not too many times I'm saying, what the hell is that, Pitlick? He's just a four-checking monster. He's quick, and he generates offensive chances. I think that's another thing that I've been bitching about for years and I haven't talked about much this year is the Pitlick, NAK, even Lawton, but like connecting – there's a ton of team speed now. Ton of team speed, and that's what I always bitch about the bottom six. That's why I really hated guys like Vandevelli, Vandevelli, Belmar, White, fucking Blair Jones, like all these dudes that just were shipped in and out, and they just didn't. They were defensive stalwarts, but that's because they were slow and got hemmed in their own zone and blocked shots. So, <laughs> can we talk about Ivan Provorov owning Obi for skating stuff? <laughs> yeah, I mean that was also not the best. That that was the other time I noticed Ovechkin too was after he kind of let Provorov walk in there and. uh Slamming so home. Emmy Pitlick. Okay. You know, we got to work on that. I don't know if that's a <laughs> uh, body bag. Hag putting Wilson in the butt. He did get some punches. Off. I will say that about Hag. He did get some punches in there. Uh, I don't expect anybody on the Flyers to beat Wilson in the fight. Again, I don't really care. Uh, but he did get a couple in there before Wilson inevitably uh, beat the shit out of him. Again, not really Hag. Just, I, mean, I mean, Thompson got the same treatment in the first period. Um, Kenny Albert is awful. Uh, I'm I'm not sure about your guys' conversation, but I I can't stand Kenny Albert, and he's put on every. I feel like he's the second option, the doc on every like national, which makes sense. But it's still like it's he's the Rangers guy. Like, what is he? Um, <laughs> for the Norris, uh, maybe we'll say yeah. Uh, yeah, definitely grew uh, like in the Hayes and Hart. Grant, I followed on and off when he's with the Ducks. I'm actually glad. He... Yeah, Grant was somebody who like. A, Wherever team he went, he was always a guy where his numbers, when you watch him play just one game isolated, you're not like, wow, Derek Grant needs to be on the Flyers. But I can get why fans of the Ducks and the Penguins were a little bit liked him, and I understand what he brings to the team. And he got burned. Uh, he was caught. He got beaten a foot, foot race with Lars Eller, which isn't the end of the world. But that, that kick pass tonight was fucking absurd. And that wasn't – I think that was on purpose. They were talking about it during the intermission. I don't know what you guys think. I thought that was on purpose because he also had another kick player earlier in the period to Kevin Hayes as well. So um, I, I don't know where Doc Emmerk is. Maybe uh, he might be sick, but I don't want to, you know, bring back Dale Weiss. Face. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Let's bring back Dale Weiss. Let's see what happens. Dale Weiss, Jordan Wheel. Just call Montreal and get all those guys back. Uh, with JVR out, how should AV set the lines? Yeah, uh, or does AV just slide fair? But I think it's just – I think it's that simple. I'm here to hear other options, but it makes a lot of sense with the way the team is playing right now and the way the offense is generating. I wouldn't, I wouldn't touch the other three lines because JVR, JVR is out and Faraby on the third line makes a lot of sense. So, yeah, the I was getting nervous a little bit in, in the game, Amanda. Speaking to your point um, about the power plays because the Flyers, I mean. 
they were down one nothing and had a string of power players where it didn't really look in sync, and I was getting a little nervous about that. Just about the game overall, not about like the season and everything. But it was a, you know, for the way the power play had been going, and for it, the Caps are a pretty good penalty kill. I think they're fourth in the league. Is what we saw in the forecast. So they. They're not giving away goals on the power play, and the Flyers are clicking right now. So it was a nice strength against strength, and I'm happy that the Flyers ended up coming out on top. Maybe twice. That Konechny goal. Uh, I'll talk about the Konechny goal, the, the one that got waved off. I'm fine with that getting waved off. It sucks. We know it was in the net. Like, the angle was set up, the reaction, Hopi's little uh, sneaky move to move up at the goal line. Like, it went in. But... There is no clear video of it. And I'm fine with that being the you need video of it because this particular situation I feel like doesn't happen a ton. But I, I, I don't want to get into the area of rest being like, oh, we assumed it was in. Because then there are going to be times when it's eventually going to lead to video of the puck clearly never going over the line. And then the rest are like, yeah, but we thought it went out at this point. And then they're going to start awarding goals for, for non-goals. The Flyers did get a break with that once. Uh, it was years ago. I remember it was game one or game two of the 2008 Eastern Conference Final. It's probably somewhere on YouTube. But Marty Braun reached back, and you can see the puck going over the goal line, and about a third of the puck is still on the goal line. And then Braun's glove is able to block out the entire view, and he covers it over the goal line, and he had a black glove on. So you couldn't see the puck over the goal line but it was moving over the goal line. It was already two-thirds of the way there, and they couldn't call it a goal because it didn't entirely go in. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with that rule. So, uh, yeah. Needed a hope cross game in the note for whatever. Yeah, and honestly, they, they're talking about uh, puck and player tracking. I think it's going to be ready for the postseason. That solves this problem. Now, it's the NHL. You know this shit isn't going to be smooth. There's going to be a ton of problems this year, but... Next year's playoffs might be all right, but you know this year it's going to cost. It's going to work the other way, where the it's just going to be a mess this year. <laughs> uh, Timothy, loving the way we are playing right now. Kind of concerned that we are peaking too early, but maybe this is just the new normal. I I wouldn't consider early March peaking too early. This is the time we want to do it. And also, I think going back, I already forgot who made the point about the their main feed. There's no more back-to-backs and then the whole not a lot of travel thing. If they're clicking right now, there's no more obstacles. They don't have to worry about one more. They don't have to worry about another California trip. They don't have to worry about going out, you know, playing Arizona and Colorado and another team in a weekend. It, it's all on the East Coast. So if they're working right now, I, I don't know what is going to stop their momentum going forward. So top fan, Nikki Hall, bring back the glow buck. Yeah, sure. I, I, I'll, I'll watch the glow buck again. That thing was hilarious. Just some good old NHL on Fox action going on. Uh, well, Proroff had a nice goal and a great feed from Jake. Proroff still should not be on the first power play. Sandheim should be a quarterback. I, I kind of agree with that. Uh, I feel like the thing that happens with Proroff uh, is he doesn't do much on the, at the top of the umbrella on the power play, but then every once in a while they score a goal. So then it's kind of, it kind of becomes, well, we can't really take him off if you score the goal, even though the goal seemed to come at the times when it's like, all right, we should try Sandheim here. But probably looked at, uh... yeah, the, the Flyers are killing the Metro too. And this, this, the stress around right now, they won the home and home with the Panthers, won the home and home with the um, 
the Blue Jackets won the home home with the Rangers. Now they beat the Caps. They're just beating. They're just dominating all the teams. They had to dominate the game ground in the division, and it's it's kind of incredible to think. Even from the last time I did my last post game reaction was the the last Caps Flyers game in DC, and to think about where they were at that time, that was after the the five nothing Devils loss. Power play wasn't a thing yet. The power play was still let's watch JVR fuck up this chance in front of the net. They switched all that around, um, and now they now they're dominating games on the road. Wasn't a thing that's been going on before. They there's really we were joking about it last night on the podcast, but it's I'm nervous now because I don't know what to complain about with this team, which means they should be in good shape for the postseason, which scares the shit out of me because I. I'm ready to care. Like, I'm ready to get really invested and have playoff heartbreak again. But, no, fuck it. Let's do it. Yeah, this is what it's all about. I don't know what I'm, I don't know what I'm back for. My concerns are going to run to a garbage team, and that game is going to be a, uh, that game. Uh, oh, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. If we could figure out the Owls, we'd be laughing. Yeah, the Islanders, for some reason, have the Flyers number, but the Islanders have kind of been slipping. I mean, they've been slipping um, the last couple of weeks or so. I think that one of their best games recently was that game where they beat the Flyers on Long Island. But I think even going into that game, they had won eight of their last 19. So if – and they just got smoked by the Canadians. So the Islanders might be a team that the Flyers don't necessarily have to – they may end up avoiding them. They may not get them in the first round, and if they keep playing like they are, they might get knocked out in the first round. So – Tough to say anything bad about Proverb, but his puck can't. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with Proverb. I feel like sometimes Proverb just has a couple really bad. He just bobbles the puck for no reason. He can't catch a, catch a pass that's gliding on the ice. Like, he'll have those plays every once in a while, but it's still Proverb. I mean, the rest of the game is still going to be ridiculous, and he's still going to do what he did in the third period. So, uh, Flyers should sweep the Islanders in the playoffs. I want to say that. I, I'm not a big believer in the Islanders, and I'll keep saying that, and they'll keep winning playoff series on defense, even though they're getting murdered in terms of like shots and shots. Of time. I, I don't know what the Islanders' deal is. They had, I thought Laner stole a lot of games from last year, and then he left, and he, the, the system still works. A lot of it is trots, but at the same time, I, I, I don't know. I, I think this the lack of skill in that team will eventually catch up to them, uh, and I think that will keep them from going far in the playoffs, but. Overall, another great team effort. Yeah, I mean, special team, 5-on-5, five five, it was all. Elliott didn't steal the game, had a bunch of key saves throughout. Uh, Flyers battled through some bad penalties uh, and also the slow start yet again. Uh, and also, I thought, I really just like their, especially with the Rangers games too, I like how they're just kind of laughing at teams that are trying to goad them into the extra shit, the, the pushing after the whistle and the fighting. And they're not getting drawn into it, and they just keep mowing down teams. Just keep scoring goals on them. They just keep taking away the slot against them. They just keep just toe home. I, I this team is this team's pretty good right now. And then the numbers looking at um honestly if there's anything that really complaining and concern ourselves with is the first period slow starts of anything. Yeah, I I think that's fair, Nick. The the slow starts are a thing that will cost them. It's a thing that if it keeps happening it and they make the postseason, it will cost them in postseason. You're eventually going to have a bad enough start where you're down 4 nothing after the first, and it's the playoffs. So there's not going to be as much space 
or time or probably power play opportunities to come back in that game. So the slow starts are a problem, and I really don't – it's been a problem forever now. It's been a problem pretty much ever since Richards and Carter left, and it was Drew, Voracek, Simmons, and those guys. And I, I don't know what it is. Um, so I don't want to just pin the slow starts and be like, well, it's G and Voracek and Couturier. That's who it is. Really don't know what it is. Um, but it's annoying, but also, I mean, I guess if they're going to dominate the second and third periods, I really don't care that much. 15 points behind Washington in January. That was the craziest. That was the craziest that for a while now, I know the Flyers have been near the top in terms of uh, goals from defensemen. They said on the broadcast tonight, Provorov was the Flyers defense's 43rd goal. So now they lead the league in terms of uh, goals from defensemen. That's a huge thing. Uh, I might actually, I might look in that and write about that uh, for later in the week. Um, Pittsburgh has four. Avi is going to win the Jack Adams. Tim, that's a pretty good point. I think, so Avi and the Jack Adams. First of all, guy deserves a lot more buzz than he's getting. Um, I was talking, or I was, we were talking about this this week, uh, I think. I don't know if we talked about it on uh, Fly Purple Air or not, but I don't know if he's going to win. And unfortunately, I think the best case for coach of the year is Mike Sullivan. Because, I mean, everybody got injured in Pittsburgh and they're still in the playoffs and they're still in the hunt. Um, and he went a month and a half without Crosby and he kept that team afloat. When for years, everybody's been saying, well, that team is just Crosby. So he's he's pretty good out there. If the Blue Jackets make it, I think John Tortorella has a pretty good case too. And I think those are the top two guys. After that, I don't really think there's a clear third. And I don't know why people aren't bringing up AV more. I mean, this team was expectedly better than they were last year. They expect them to make the postseason. They weren't expected to be pushing for the division lead uh, with all of the insane injuries around the club. I mean, he's been able to keep control of the locker room and keep it composed. And they've had a guy get diagnosed with cancer and then another star, or not star, but like young player that's supposed to be a huge help down the middle is still out and there's no timeline. Like it's, and you had all the back to backs and the trip to Europe to start the season and all the road woes and all the, everything that goes into it. I think he deserves a lot more credit for what has happened with this team and what has gone down. I don't, I saw NHL.com throughout Travis Green from the Canucks. I think he's a lesser version of what AV is this year. And also he's been working with that team for a couple of years now. AV walked into the situation. I think he deserves a lot of love. I don't know if he's going to win it. I'm not going to lose my mind if he doesn't win it. If he's not one of the three finalists, I think I'm going to be a little pissed. But Caps had a power play passing wrinkle snuffed out. Glad they changed it Changed it up. Yeah, and that's the thing. I wrote about that today, actually, Ben. Um, so now that they've been doing the below-the-goal-line stuff and the, the other plays have been working recently, now they can filter back into the things that we're getting stuffed out, snuffed out earlier in the year too. And now they have variety and now teams don't know what to expect and keep going back and forth. There's always been plenty of skill in that power play. It's just been Terry, I guess Terry and didn't watch old tape or I, I don't know. Like all they had to do is just get Drew back on the left um, and let a left-handed shot. And I think a is a good one to sit in the slot and just take care of business. So I say my biggest concern right now is the injury. But, um, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, it's kind of crazy to think that I think that the Flyers actually are. I mean, it's the first year in a while where the chance I 
the odds of them actually winning the cup to me are greater than zero. I'm not rolling them out from winning the cup this year. And they kind of, they have a little bit of that St. Louis feeling to them from last year. St. Louis was a team, I think, around even this time, nobody was really picking them to win it all. Uh, some some people threw out the name, but it wasn't really taken too seriously. And I think now, I mean, with the way the season has played out, how they seem to, they don't really dominate any area of the game, but there's no area of the game where they're really lacking. They also don't have a premier point getter, but they have an insane amount of depth. Uh, I think, I don't know how many 10 goal scorers they have, but I think they have to have, they have to have the team be one of the teams with the most amount of 10 goal scores on it. And everybody in the lineup can produce. Not a ton, but I mean, Pitlick had a snap tonight. He's working his way towards 10 goals. Uh, NAK is on the fourth line. And um, NAK and Raffle on the fourth line. And those are guys that Raffle used to be on the first line. I know those weren't ideal years and those were lean years. But that shows you that the team has depth now. And he's finally playing in a role he should have been playing the whole time. So. Uh, Matt Reed filling for JVR. <laughs> I think they should put Ghost in for JVR to watch the world burn. And then once, and then when they lose that game with Ghost in, everybody will lose their fucking minds. <laughs> oh, God. No. Um, yeah, no, Farabee's going in. I'm excited to see Farabee come back. Um, uh, Bill, hey, Craig, Evie is terrific. How about you, Ontarians? Yeah, I mean, the, the coaching was something that, uh, you know, my podcast was, wasn't a big fan of <laughs> after last season. Because he, he's not a big fan of you and Terry because he thinks they're just assholes, which they are. But they've been doing good. Both the units are clicking right now. The penalty kill, Yo does deserve a lot of credit, too, because the penalty, the improvement in the penalty kill has been phenomenal. I think a lot of that, too, is Hart getting better and also adding Hayes and Niskanen, I think. I don't think anybody – I don't think it mattered who would have run last year's team on the penalty kill or last year's penalty kill. I don't think it would have uh, – the addition of Hayes and Niskanen would have helped them a lot too last year. I think that, I think those additions are the biggest reason for the penalty kill improvement. But Yo's done phenomenal as well. And they're also more aggressive on the penalty kill. I think that was the biggest thing from last year that used to drive me insane was they were just – sit back and they would just watch play. They watch players line up next to the side of the net and then just watch. I, I don't know what their approach was last year, but let's see. Uh, JBR Andrew killed us in years past, but that's why Chucky two trades acquisition. Of Grant could be the sneakiest best one. I'll tell you what that grant one. I, I do like him. I'm not, I'm just not as hyped, I guess, as some people are on him, but he's, I mean, back-to-back two-point games, he's had some pretty good goals. Or he's had pretty good points in these games. His goal against the Rangers was pretty good. His assist against the Rangers, too, was pretty good. But his the kick pass tonight was a little bonkers. And my biggest concern with him is just he's a bigger dude. Uh, I'm not, I don't have any problem with putting size in the bottom six. But it's the st- I, I'm more worried about the players like the other play tonight. Because uh, I think even though there is a lot more speed on the team, uh, a pl- I mean, there's going to be plenty of plays like that for the rest of the season and throughout the playoffs. And I kind of worry about Derek Grant's straight line speed against quicker players on other teams. That's the only one so far, but he's, I mean, he's looked great. Uh, He's looked good. I just, Thompson doesn't look that great. And that was before he got his ass kicked tonight by, by Tom. Well, he also had, uh, Thompson had a terrible, 
uh, turnover in the third period. When it was still a one-goal game, he made a pretty bad pass in the defensive zone that almost resulted in a uh, a chance from the circles for the Caps. So, <laughs> Caitlin with a with a relay woo, but I like it. Twenty-eight minutes. <laughs> yeah, this is a big win. I'm I'm excited. I, I, I this is weird. I, again, this is weird. I they haven't ever since I started writing and podcasting. They the Flyers haven't been good, and now. After pretty much a year of being like, are they a good team? There's no questions right now. They're a good team. No matter whether or not they're, it's a matter of whether or not they're going to win the division, which is fascinating to me uh, that they've gotten to this point. And we, somebody mentioned about peaking too early. I think this is the right time to do it. This is around the time that the Flyers have, and again, I know we we don't want to start thinking about this quite yet, but. So around the time that the 2010 Flyers started peaking, uh, they started getting their shit together mid-February, late February, and started pushing through the end of the regular season. Made it real exciting at the end, obviously, but still, this is the time for them to... I'm also getting uh, breaking news. JVR has suffered a broken... Yeah, he's suffered a broken hand. So he's going to be out a couple weeks, which means Joel Fairway gets back into the lineup, so... <laughs> I just oh no no I was I, I liked it yeah I, well I want to just see woo is what I keep scrolling down so <laughs> insert the label <laughs> two years away finally arrives yeah that is true. I mean that was a thing with Hextall and and again you know I I used to be one of Hextall's biggest defenders I mean I've changed my mind a little bit on that but still a lot of the guys he picked a lot of the talent is still here. Uh, we talked about NAK. He kept Raffle around. He didn't. He didn't bring Raffle in, but he did keep him around. I guess Provorov had a goal. Konechny had a goal. Um, and I mean, the big. I guess the biggest for him right now is Hart and NAK kind of killing it. But oh yeah, this team, uh, Benjamin. This team is better than 2010. Just on yeah, I, I think they are as well. Especially the, the, I think the defenses. Well, no, the defense had the defense had Pronger team, and they're better in net. Uh, I think there's no, there's no question about that. Um, uh, Brian, no, JV, no, I think uh, JVR, that broken hand. He might be back in time for the start of the playoffs. I think is probably the timeline. I want to say broken hands like three to four weeks. I don't know. I don't I don't fucking know. I don't know these timelines. We'll see him again. He's not going to retire. He's not done. He's definitely still going to be. Chris is saying four to five weeks. Yeah, so if it's four to five weeks, he, he'll miss. He might miss a playoff game or two. Or because it's the playoffs, he might rush it back and be back in time for the uh, for the first series. But um, Let's see. I'm going to pull my phone and see what else there is to talk about. But... Um, Yeah, kept out. Oh, I did enjoy tonight too. And in, in DC, all of the um, you could hear the the Let's Go Flyers chants. Uh, Josh Kirk, what rating do you give Moose uh, tonight? I'm gonna give him a six point nine. I thought again, he didn't really steal the show, but he had a couple of big stops at crucial times. When the Flyers made it four to two, he stopped Kuznetsov on a door doorstep chance, like he was at the top of the crease, and he stopped them to keep it a two goal game. So. Um, what is six maybe? Yeah, our death is insane. Yeah, I, JVR being out is not the end of the world. Uh, it's it's not Katori being out. It's not Hayes being out. It's not Provorov or Niskanen being out. It's a forward that I I really don't think is going to cripple the team. Like I don't think it's going to destroy them. So I think they should be they should be fine. 
Um, let's see here. Yeah, Grant losing the foot, right? Nicholas Jensen apparently has been not too great for the Caps either. I was kind of laughing at that. The officiating, though, the, the calls tonight for the were insane. Um, Wilson should have gotten 10 minutes after the shit with Thompson. Um, the, that hook on Raffle that was called on Raffle in the third was nuts. Uh, like, that was just a body check at the blue one. <laughs> And he got he got called for hooking, uh, and there's shitty calls against the Caps too. That uh, that too many men call on uh, where Oshie touched the puck. He was the f- he came on the ice. His teammate was jumping over the boards, and then he touched it. And they called too many men. The refs were fucking terrible tonight. And also the all the shit with Tom Wilson, especially now and for a regular season game, they're supposed to reel that in. He had four or five times where he's just going around trying to start shit. That whole shift with Drew and Hag. He shouldn't be able to just go up and like push and talk shit to Drew after the fight. Like it's, they let that game kind of. They were way too noticeable for for tonight's game, in my opinion. Plus, he's not young. It'll take him longer to heal and be game ready. Yeah, I guess that's true. I feel like a broke. I feel like a hand, a broken hand, though, is something a player could ultimately play through. Um, I, I wouldn't say like in two weeks. He's going to be back out there with some protective kind of gear. But um, I feel like that's something that players usually play through in the postseason. So, I don't know. Not going to be another world. Tom Wilson is a punk, yeah. Tom Wilson is the worst. I mean, I tonight is how I've never bought into the idea that um, Scooty Lutz. Oh, my God, yeah. Uh, I do want to talk about that real quick. Scotty Lawton laying Orloff out. And then the Caps getting pissy about it. And then Lawton also backing a goal in off of Orlov. Just living in that guy's head for the third period. <laughs> uh, G, Coots, and Jake by eye test were dominant. Do you have the metrics on that? I do not. But I will work on that, actually. That's a good point, Paul. I'll pull it up right now. Yeah, but they... That's the thing now, too, is... Years past, two years ago, that, that was the top line. And um, the Flyers just didn't have any lines behind that. But that line did it in win games, but it was their only line. Now they have three lines behind that that are scary and rolling too. So I just a lot of things clicking at the right time right now. And I'm trying not to I'm trying not to say too too much about what I think this team can do. But I think it, to me the. The inability inability to pinpoint what the biggest flaw is with this team. So, like, if the Flyers are going to a playoff series, there's not one thing I think they could point to and be like, this is how we're going to beat the Flyers. Uh, years past, it would have been the penalty kill, lack of depth up front, no true shutdown defensemen, uh, lack of two-way play, and lack of speed. I, I mean, but now they had that all covered. And the biggest concern would have been, the power play not working, which again, if that's your biggest concern, is not the end of the world. Um, you, you can some of the longest um, power play droughts in postseason history are by teams that won the cup because they were playing the longest, but also because they were just winning games without scoring power play goals. So if you don't have five on five and you don't give up power play goals against, you can get by without a power play. Um, and I mean, now we don't have to worry about that because they're actually. <laughs> Not actually, how much for the couch? <laughs> uh, make room on the butt. 
Yeah, there's going to be a lot of bandwagon fans. So, uh, what's Ghost thing about all that? I don't know how Ghost is feeling. I mean, I'm not really too, uh, not really too worried about it right now. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, Caitlin, give a response to who? Yeah, I mean, uh, they're rolling right now. I don't think anybody's pushing for Ghost to get work back in anytime soon. Again, there's nothing to complain about. To you know, nothing to complain about this team right now. Um, I'll take a healthy Faraby over a one-handed JVR. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's fair. I'm trying to. I think it was just the idea of picturing JVR with only one arm. Sorry, I didn't want the, him playing with a broken hand. So I was trying to think of like what flyer I'll be like. You know what? I'll take that guy with one arm over this guy with two. Like I'll take Couturier with one arm over Nate Thompson with two arms. So fuck, give Nate Thompson a third arm. I'll take. Katori with one arm over Nate Thompson with all the limbs possible. That's how much. Um, tomorrow night's game, who will the Canes have in that? To the even have? Yeah, so Jeff, that's a thing too. I believe uh, James Reamer and Peter Morazic have been uh, marked out for another week. So it's Anton Forsberg or Nadelkovic, who are guys, if you're like, who is that? I can't explain. They're, they're not NHL right. Forsberg used to be with the Blue Jackets, and I think he, I think he was with the Hawks too for a bit. Doesn't matter. He's not an NHL regular. Uh, they should be able to. Hopefully, tomorrow is not a trap game. Hopefully, they are not. Um, they aren't satisfied with tonight's win. They go in coasting into tomorrow, and the Hurricanes just dominate them. The Hurricanes might just be able to dictate play anyway because they drive play a five on five. But Flyers still have a chance to come up with it. And uh, Hurricanes are banged up in net, and they're also banged up on the blue line. Uh, Pesci's out. Hamilton's been out forever. Um, they acquired Vatanen, but he still hasn't played yet. So this, their offense might be threatening, but the defense and goaltending are pretty banged up. So they should still be able to produce. And with the way the Flyers have been playing right now, that's, you know, yeah. $20. I'll get, yeah, you, yeah, sure. You want these glasses? Yeah, I'll get 22 bucks. These things are old as shit. They're bad. They're all scratched up. They're gross. I have contacts. I was thinking about throwing them on before this, but. 22 bucks. You pay for shipping, I'll, I'll send them out your way there, Bob. Hopefully people don't freak out if the Flyers lose one. Yeah, well, Patrick, that's going to – so Patrick says, hopefully people don't freak out the Flyers lose one, playing so well, but can't win them all. Uh, that This feels like a – Charlie talks about all the time how um, Philly has a Eagles mentality. Um, uh, Eagles mentality of every loss you have to spend a whole week being pissed and like angry about it. And it was so important to the season. It's a lot different in hockey. It's you got 82 games and there's, there's going to be shit like tomorrow night where the flyers just may lose because it was a back to back and like just shit happened. So much stuff happens throughout the NHL season that it's really, really, you can't get emotionally upset, like and pissed off about one loss. And I think that's what's going to happen more now because people are coming back onto the bandwagon. So now that the Flyers lay an egg in one of these games before the end of the regular season, they lose to like, like if they lose to the Sabres on Saturday or they lose to whoever. And people are going to be like, oh man, oh wow, they're, what a fake team. We thought they were better than this. So it's the end of the world. It's not, you can't really have that reaction. They're not going to win every game from here until the end of the season. Um, let's see. So that line, Flyers, Florida Lions.
Okay, so they did all right. Um, they had half the shot attempts while they were on the ice, and they won the quality battle. So they had a 54.19 expected goals for a percentage. So I'm glad you guys – I'm glad I was able to bring that to one of these. I haven't talked about fancy stats on here yet. So um, it honestly depends on how the game is played. If we're blown out, uh, without a doubt, people will be pissed. But it's a close game, and then, yeah, it's not like – we'll see. I don't know. I, I guess I always think of the – uh, most reactionary Flyers fans. So, I guess most. I think most fans are level-headed, but some some fans just fucking lose their mind and freak out. And I'm thinking of like WIP callers for like, like the Eagles fans, like WIP fans that call in after games and like are pissed. And I imagine there are Flyers fans versions of that, even though they don't really associate with me or BSH. But I don't know. They they shouldn't. No loss from here on out should change anybody's confidence in how good of a team this is and how deep they are and how, how much of a threat they're going to be in the playoffs. Like, they're, I think, the well, their last loss, too, was... Because they lose now. That loss against the Lightning was... Um, okay, hold on. See your point, Greg, but honestly, I haven't got... This year, previous tennis, there's a certain calmness and confidence that the team gives off and we don't lose in the same manner that we used to. Yeah. No, I no, Paul, I agree with you. There, there is a lot to like about this team that's been completely different from the last almost decade of Flyers hockey, and it's things like that. This was a big game tonight, and I don't want to say they came out ready. I mean, this is the third. They, they always mess up the first period now, but then they came out and they pounded them in the second and third, and there were times the game could have slipped away from them when they were getting the power play opportunities and they were down by a goal. They could have gone into a shell after they missed that first power play. They could have bought into Tom Wilson's bullshit and let the physicality kind of take away from the game plan. Um, they could have come out flat in the third. They could have sat back and retreated in the third. That's a big thing with this team, too, is they attack in the third period. And this team in years past, even if they didn't play great games, they had plenty of leads going into the third, but then they sat back and let teams take it to them and just played the odds of hoping that they want to get scored on. AV isn't like that, and I think that's why a big reason why this team is a lot different is they just keep they just keep going at you, and situations like situations like this it just keeps expanding the lead. So, just spent large money on a new hard jersey tonight to celebrate. Nice. What uh, what jersey? Home way third. The shitty silver ones from like two thousand six. Uh. Hag fed Wilson with a couple good lefts. Wilson landed nothing off. I, I think Wilson got some. I, I, I'm only going to focus on Hag getting some punches in on uh, Wilson now. So I'm fine with that. Quite a few games since Smart had a, had a clunker, knock on wood. think he's finding his confidence in the league. Grant, this team's been playing well, but he's not really been. So, uh, yeah, I I think that's fair. I mean, and the thing with Myers, and I was saying it for a while there when Myers and Sanheim were put together recently. I think Myers has all the tools to be a legitimate top four defenseman, like a top four defenseman that other teams would want in their top four, and he's going to get national recognition and everything. I think all the tools are there, but sometimes he makes the most boneheaded fucking play, and you just don't understand where that thought process came from. And it might just be because he was so used to just dominating lower leagues that he thinks he can still do it at the NHL. But I think, to your point, I think he is picking up on the better times to be aggressive and when he should drop back and actually focus on the defensive side of the ball. I, I, Sanheim and Myers, I think, is 
I love that pair. They're both very mobile. They both create offensively. Uh, they're good in transition defense. There, there are times they they kind of lose their positioning around the net in the defensive zone still. But yeah, it's not the same old shit from Myers. It's not the what are you doing plays anymore. So I think he's starting to find his confidence. And again, it's coming at the right time. All the, everything is clicking at the right time, which kind of scares the shit out of me. <laughs> but. Um, uh, the goal is to win tomorrow, and it's a stretch out the Pens die, but they won't. Yeah, I don't think they will. I don't think the Pens will die. <laughs> I've seen teams win 10 in a row, hit a bump, lose a game or two, and then pick it back. Yeah, I, I think that's yeah, that's how I feel about the Flyers right now. It was funny. I was thinking about the, uh, the seven-game winning streak. I think it's their longest winning streak since that eight-game winning streak last year, which I don't – how did last year's team win eight straight games? It was just literally hard making – just winning eight straight games. Just stealing the show eight times is most of what, what that winning streak was. But again. All right. Let's see if I got any more questions here. Okay. So I've been talking for a bit. I'm starting to uh, just ramble on. But I, guys, I'm pumped about tonight. Tonight was an awesome win. Hopefully they make it eight tomorrow night. Hopefully... Also, tomorrow night, I'm not sure about post-game coverage yet because Bill's going to be in Florida, and I am going to be doing fly purple so I'm not sure he's going to be on here. But great win. Team's looking great. Hopefully, tomorrow night, we can celebrate again. So uh, thanks for thanks for watching. Thanks for sticking for the whole thing if you did. Thanks for all your questions. And uh, I don't know if I'm going to be back this year. I don't know if uh, – because Bill comes back on Saturday. I don't know if I'm filling in for him again. So we'll find out. But uh, we'll talk to you guys later.